Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Thrive in EDU podcast. I am Rochelle Denae Poth, and this is season three, episode 39. And I am going to warn you that probably, maybe, for July, we'll see, I might take a little bit of a break uh, in between seasons because I'll be launching season four, which is hard to believe. But don't worry, I might still find some content to drop in there because we do have some Thrive O'Clock shows coming up. I will be attending ISTE, uh, the International Society for Technology and Education Conference coming up. It's in NOLA. And I don't know, I, I might just want to share, but I know that over the summer, a lot of people tend to take breaks, whether from Twitter chats, they move to like, we're off for the summer, or it's a slow chat, it's a question a week, or podcasts, you know, in between seasons, which that's what I struggled with for the first year. But anyway, what I've been trying to do is just share some ideas, uh, whether it's based on an emerging technology, it's something that I've learned, it's a conference that I've been to, it's a new tool that I've tried. I could spend 15 minutes telling you about my Oculus Quest and how much I love Beat Saber because it totally beats going to the gym. But I, I think that I'll save that for another episode, maybe an in-between type of an episode, because today and this week, I'm totally amped up for ISTE. And like I said, this year is being held in NOLA. It has not been held in person since Philly in 2019. And I have loved this conference since the first time that I went in 2015 when, coincidentally, it was in Philadelphia. And I have been to every one except for the past two years where it's been held virtually. I get excited when I get to travel out of state to these conferences, especially because it brings in educators from around 70 or 80 countries around the world, anywhere from 16 to 20 to 24,000 people. So there are just truly opportunities everywhere. And what I love the most about it is one, I get to see people that I'm friends with that maybe I haven't seen in a while. Two, I get to meet people in person that maybe I've been friends with for a while on Twitter. We've met in webinars or virtual events, and we've never met in person, but we have those friendships. Or three, just the learning that happens when you least expect it. You might have your schedule planned out. Everything is you know, lined up here to this room at this time. You're going to take a break. You're going to take a nap. Uh, my schedule is crazy this year, but Honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way because it's giving me an opportunity to learn about different technologies, the benefits, and then to come back and share those. It's also given me a chance to be in the expo hall, for example, or at a session where I can meet other educators or I can share what my experience has been. And more importantly, and this happens a lot, I can learn from the other educators. So what i've been doing now in the last couple of episodes i've been talking about some different tools and apps and resources um, ideas i talked about bringing stem to every classroom and so today i wanted to talk about options for a lot of things uh, and i've heard a lot of my friends in schools where they're teaching you know cyber programs they're already using this platform that i'm going to talk about but for me, it was a little bit newer. I've known about it, but I've had more of a chance recently to really dive in and see what's available. And I've been amazed at all the capabilities. So today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter, maybe, who knows, um, but I'm gonna focus on the potential of creating classroom communities and connecting students or connecting your teachers, uh, or if you're not even in education, 
using this space that in the past two plus two and three months, two years and three months, I should say, where we haven't been able to meet in person. We've been really limited in those in-person interactions we became accustomed to, whether they were meetings at work, school meetings that we have, professional development sessions, conferences, all kind of shifted into the virtual space. And there are a variety of virtual spaces and platforms out there. But the difference between all of them, and they all tend to stand out for one reason or another, because if you ask somebody, what's your favorite, they give you a reason, then you're like, yeah, that's pretty great. And then you share yours and they say, yeah, that's pretty great. But when you can find something that really does offer a lot, not just specific to one area, like just for education, so that if we get our students and our teachers and all the members of our school community, the staff, the paraprofessionals, everybody involved in it, that then once they leave our schools or go on to some different line of work, that that knowledge, those skills are not applicable. And so what I wanted to share today, because I've been spending some time in my spare time working with this, is Kaltura. And if you haven't heard of it, I recommend a couple of things. One, if you're going to ISTE, you don't want to miss stopping at their booth for sure. Uh, hint, hint, wink, wink, just saying. You'll see me there a couple of times because I can't wait to meet the team in person, which is one of the reasons I love going to the expo. It's just the things that I use in my classroom with my students or that I use in my own work and the courses that I take, I like to share. And then I like to meet the people behind it. We've gotten to know each other, as we all know, through Twitter and webinars and Twitter spaces or whatever, but being in person, or if you can't be in person, having a space where you can truly feel connected in a classroom or a learning community makes a big difference. So for probably the last two months, I guess, more I've been looking at Kaltura, which is really a great choice for schools. And a lot of schools are already using it because it has real time, live, and it has virtual and in-person learning options. And for me, last let's see two years two plus years ago when schools first closed we weren't using anything we didn't have one consistent thing in place like oh yeah we're going to meet on teams or we're going to use google classroom or i'm going to use zoom so everybody kind of went in their own direction but when you have one thing to use like in this case kaltura as a classroom teacher it was tough to create you know, this interactive, engaging, learning experience space for my students. And using this, you can do that. Uh, I've been amazed even just at some virtual events that I've joined in where they've talked about like all of the ways that they use it and all of the possibilities within it. So whether you're looking at you know, community engagement or communicating or just your teaching practice in general, there's a lot of possibilities here. And when it comes to technology, it can be super overwhelming. Like how do you pick whether well, there's so many out there, you want game-based learning. There are so many possibilities, interactive lessons, um, students to give voice responses, those types of things. There's a lot out there and it can be overwhelming. And I talked to somebody a few months ago who in their school district, when they did kind of an audit of tech tools that were being used, it was somewhere well over 400. Now imagine the families that have multiple children in the school system, who then when it, in the evening when students are working on assignments that may need to go and use all of those things, that's overwhelming. 
But when you can have a few tools or even better, something that's quite versatile that offers multiple tools within that one space with a with a learning curve that you don't have to worry about because you just look around. I mean, we're teachers, we figure it out. If nothing else, we've learned to be flexible and adjust and adapt and take on new challenges in the past two plus years. So in looking for options for your classroom, for if you're an administrator and for meetings or having um, webinars, other online events, town halls, I, I definitely recommend Kaltura. And the reason is for me, if I'm looking as a classroom teacher, I can interact with my students. They can interact with one another. You have these options like breakouts and you can share videos and you have quizzes and polls. You could do things like um, video quizzes, a choose your own adventure. You can have hotspots. And then even looking beyond that for our professional learning, you can engage your school and your PLN, your PLC, because you can have virtual events, you can have video messaging, you can have a video portal. If a student asks you a question, like for me as a Spanish teacher, I can't remember how to conjugate this verb, or I'm not sure how to form this or create this, I can do a quick capture and share that video with them. And then it's not just necessarily specific to them, but the amount of time that it takes is very minimal. But I can use that later on for another student that might have the exact same question. So we don't necessarily know what school will look like if we are in person or hybrid or teaching virtually, but when it comes to the different options out there, what I think that we've learned, I've definitely learned this, is that less is more, but sometimes you find more with less, if that makes sense. And again, there are no edits in my podcast here, at least not what I'm talking to myself, but if you think about a tool and your classroom and you think, well, you know what? I like to write things on the board. Maybe you have a Promethean. Maybe you just have the whiteboard. Maybe you still have a chalkboard. You like to give a quick poll or do a quiz or have students do something hand-on or respond to questions and have those interactions. You can do that all in the physical classroom space, which is great. We want to build social emotional learning skills. We want students to develop the relationships and social awareness and self-awareness, just to name a, a few. But if we don't have that option, what are the options that are available that are not overwhelming to us, but more importantly, not overwhelming to the students and the families that are supporting them? So with Kaltura, I think it's a great choice for schools because you have that, like I said, real time, you can record a video. There's so many different options available that really enable you to create those engaging, interactive and powerful learning experiences for students. And feeling connected as part of a classroom community is huge. If you feel like you're in your own existence, in your own space, in your room, in your office, wherever you're learning or where you're teaching from, there are opportunities and features within this platform that you can really create this community. Um, a virtual classroom space, you can create the videos, any of those things, it makes a big difference. And the other nice thing about it is that depending on the type of LMS that you use, that's another option. So it can really bring everything together. And so as I'm headed to ISTE, when I return from ISTE, I'm sure I'm going to learn about a lot of different things. But as an educator, looking at student engagement was an area that I really struggled with. Like, one, understanding what is student engagement? What does it look like? How do I measure it? How do I see it? But in this platform, 
they have a dashboard and you can see the student engagement. You can track student progress. Like I said, it integrates with some different learning management systems, which makes it easier for us as educators to connect our students and the families that are supporting them with the different resources that we're using in our classrooms. And again, that doesn't matter if we're in person or hybrid or fully virtual. We don't know. So if you are happening to be headed to ISTE 2022 in NOLA, make sure that one, stop by and say hi to me if you can find me. My schedule has been posted. I've been posting it on Twitter. I'm in a lot of different places. I may or may not be wearing some roller skates to get around to uh, different parts of the expo hall and some of the different playgrounds, the augmented virtual reality playground on Sunday and a larger one on, on Wednesday. I hope you stop by. But if you stop by their booth, it is booth 1624. And like I said, I will be there a couple of times and I'm happy to share my experience, to show you what it looks like, can make a quick video with you, uh, pull in a presentation. It is really awesome what they have, but I didn't dive too much into it because I don't wanna tell you everything about it because I plan to talk about it in my session tell you about it if you're at ISTE. And if not, then I'm gonna keep working with it here over the next couple of weeks because I'm, I'm creating some things for use in my classes. Um, just videos for students on topics that I know that have been kind of difficult or topics like in my STEAM course, artificial intelligence, where I want my students to really understand a lot of different things about it. And so instead of saying the same thing over and over, I can make a quick video. I can have a playlist. I can have the slides there with me talking about it. I can add in, in, in questions in the middle of it. There are a lot of really neat opportunities within this. So with all that being said, I said it wasn't gonna be a long episode, but I got really excited to tell you about something new, newer to me that I found. I've used it before as an attendee at a webinar, but as far as creating uh, and leading it and creating this classroom space, that part of it is new to me. And I can tell you, it is easy to get started with. So if you're looking for a solution, I definitely recommend that you go and head to Kaltura, check out their site, sign up for a demo, stop by and see them at ISTE, or send me a message if you have any questions and I'm happy to share my experiences with you. So as always, thank you for listening and stay connected with us. I have my Twitter account, R-D-E-N-E-915. We have our Thrive and EDU Facebook community. So don't hesitate to join that space. Great space to share your content as well. We'd love to have you. And if you're traveling to ISSI, I'll see you there. As always, thanks for listening and I will catch you in the next episode. Have a great day.